You are a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI, any technology, or anything else. You are uniqueness. Uniqueness. The SEO likes uniqueness better than unique. So I put uniqueness in. I did that. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you. And you see yourself. Who is anyone kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day or end your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here and it should be appreciated. And if you're a small business owner or a wage worker or someone just trying hard to make it in these challenging, challenging circumstances, you're a hero. You're the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations, or your religious beliefs, or your traditions, or your tribes, you are the value in this economy, and you are seen in a world of destruction and degradation. The world should see you for the value that you create. If you are working a job, and you are homeless or houseless, and you have to live in shelters or cars, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized, and you're not alone here. You're really not. You're really not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. I smell the inside of my nose first. Then I hold on to the bed and make sure I'm really here. Second, because it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that we're even doing this. Then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are, and that is a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. You're burning. You're burning. Burning. What does your light eat? You, 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 you radiate light. Every human being, every creature alive, including plant life, everything radiates light. We all radiate light in different ways, too. You can see it in mitochondria. You see it in areas of the body where the skin is more thin. And I have a Brave summarizer. Brave is a really good browser. And when you do a search in their search bar, they come up with a little summary that they pull from four to five websites. And it flows together really nicely. This is a Brave summarizer from the Brave browser, which is the best privacy you can get online in terms of tracking and stuff like that. So this is what the summarizer says. In 2009, a team of Japanese researchers led by Masaki Kabayashi from Tohoku Institute of Technology discovered that the human body emits visible light in small quantities that vary during the day. The amount of light emitted follows a 24-hour cycle at its highest in late afternoon and lowest late at night. And the brightest light is emitted from the cheeks, forehead, and neck. The diurnal changes in photon emission might be linked to changes in energy metabolism. The intensity of the light emitted by the body is a thousand times lower than the sensitivity of our naked eyes. The human body emits infrared radiation also separately from that with a peak wavelength of about 9.35 
micrometers. And then the sources from that are petapixel.com, Quora, Journals, The Guardian, and an NIH site, a science site. I didn't even go to the site, but it's the link is in the podcast description for all of those sources from that Brave Summarizer. But I think it's far superior to it. But I think it's far superior to and I suggest everybody go check that out. Check out the Brave browser and check out what that summarizer does. So back to this thing of light now. So you you eat light, you emit light. So you you eat light, you emit light. So you you eat light, you emit light. What do you feed your light? Like what does your light eat? <laughs> and so do plant life. All, all life does, it's the way that we're all put together and the way things evolved. And we should teach kids that. Like, I don't understand why we don't teach, start at a really young age teaching people how really kind of like special and magical they are because then maybe they'll grow up feeling better about themselves and they won't act so dumb. You might think about that. It's okay to be proud to be human. It's okay to be proud of your species despite all of our faults. Like there's some cool things about it and if we would appreciate it, we might behave better. So the thing about light eating though, like I like the, I remember one time I was hanging out around a fire, a fire pit with my friends and one of the guys said he said look i love watching the fire eat and i never thought of it that way i never thought of the fire eating the wood but it does it eats it fire is an eater you know so like we get a lot from fire but it also takes a lot it does it takes like light has to feed off of something too light doesn't just happen it's feeding off of something The sun is feeding off of all of the compressed atomic activity, the plasma. It's feeding off of that. Plasma is not from nowhere. I mean, it's energy from somewhere itself. It's weird, right? And so what does our light eat? We're emitting light in our mitochondrial cells and all of those things having to do with our gaining calories, our engine our metabolism. And there are similarities to our metabolism with photosynthesis. There are similarities with plant life between those two things. Like the processes kind of happen in reverse in a way between our human metabolism and photosynthesis. A reverse engineering almost goes on between those two things. That's very, very interesting. That's the fire. That's the light of life just living up but what does the light eat what does your light eat if your light is your fire that's going on that means it's your metabolism that means it's your food that means it's what you your the food you put in your body the fuel you put in your body that's what your light is eating ultimately and then that light gives so much you make that little bit of fuel and then that light that you make does so much for your whole body it does everything with that and so that's what you know that's a really interesting way to think about 
how you're going to value yourself. Like there's something metaphysical there, like that thing of wanting to honor yourself because you respect your light. Since I respect the light of life that's in me and that radiates from me, then I'm going to make sure I feed it with something good then. That's interesting how it's really the two the things meet right there. They meet right there. So what does light eat? What does your light eat? You can help decide what light eats. You can have a part in that decision by being careful and choosing what you eat. A lot of people can't. The economy is so bad right now, and a lot of people can't afford to worry a lot about what they're feeding their light. But maybe, hopefully, like just being aware of that, then it'll help. I know that I just mix lentils with everything because lentils are amazing little beans. They are packed full of life. They are like little eggs. They are almost a perfect food, lentil beans. They are just packed full of light. So for being such tiny little things, that's one way to help, you know, regulate how you feed. That's just one of many, many things that you can do. Like eat an apple for breakfast every single morning and just have that be your breakfast. That is a great way to make sure you feed your life well. I make sure you feed your life well. I make sure you feed your life It takes a little discipline. Breakfast does not need to be the biggest meal of the day. Because once you get up and running, you're burning. You're burning. Burning off what the extra from yesterday, that's fine. You're not getting weak. You're burning. Have an apple. Get something to crank up the metabolism a little bit. A cup of coffee, an apple. Roll out. Watch how much you get done from that. Put a little fat in that coffee if you want. A little cream, a little coconut oil. What are you feeding that light that's coming, that's radiating from you? And what is the relationship between the plant world around you and your light? Do they talk? Do you think your metabolism and the light that you radiate from your body in those low levels talks to the light in the low levels that are coming off the plants? Because they both give off light. They give off light too. Plants give off light just like we do. Like I said about the metabolism and photosynthesis being something like reverse engineering of the other in some ways. I wonder, what do you think about that? Do you think they talk? Do you think there's communication? I think ideally that there is communication. I think ideally that there is communication. And I think sometimes sometimes you're drawn to a plant's attention on purpose. I do think that. I've seen that happen before. I've had that happen before where I feel I feel like a plant called to me and I looked over and there was a there was a thing there that wanted me to find it. I think that. I think that they do kind of do that. That the light talks to each other sometimes. If you're really in tune, like if you're on a really good hike or you're just in a good space and you're in a good nature and there's not a lot of interference, you can just really get in touch with it. Like it, it talks to you. The light talks to each other. I think that it does. I do think that. And I don't know why we don't teach kids that. Like plants teach us things. They do. It's pretty good. Let's see here. Fake ad. Fake ad right here. That was a nice little thing to go through today about light. It was nice and short. What do we feed it? We give off light. We radiate light. It's a part of our species. It's a part of our being. We should be proud of it. We should honor it. What do we feed it? 
How does it eat? It's not only got to eat, but it's got to do other processes in us, helps us do other things. It's almost like this self-perpetuating activity, but we have to perpetuate it with the fuel that we put into it. So that's very interesting. That's neat. So what would the question be? Like, what would the question be? The, wow, the plants and the and the other beings all talking to each other with their light, or communicating with plant, how plants communicate with us, how sometimes we're just drawn to a plant. It's like it wants us to know it's there. It's like it wants us to have it. It's communication. That, that's weird. I've had that happen. That's strange. Like you just are looking for something, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, your head turns to this weird angle, and there's the thing you're looking for. And it's like, why did you look there? Like, why did it, do you find that? when it's so obscure but you saw it that's weird it's obscure hiding behind these leaves and it's over and you but you saw it your brain saw it why were you just in tune looking for it or did it communicate with you like or was it a combination of both of those things there's our light and the plant's light talking to each other and we don't really know it what's going on with all these little connections hmm it's an interesting question so here's a question for you. This one's more introspective. It's probably not too personal, though. Like, it's, it's probably not too in your face. You know what I mean? When was the first time, the first time, that you realized that you were electrical and or that you had frequency emitting from you? When did you realize that first? What was it that, like, helped you understand that? That's all. That's today's question for the day. Fake ad right here. I'm Commercial Herschel. This is Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. You can find me by searching for Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. You can find me by searching for Commercial Herschel. You can find me by searching for Herschel Sterling. And you can find me at Substack at Commercial Herschel. You can find me at HowTube at Commercial Herschel. You can find me at BitChute at Commercial Herschel. And you can find me at Rumble at Early Risers. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. You can find me at Stacker.News at Herschel. Noster at Herschel. Podverse and Fountain at Herschel. In Web3, you find me at Herschel. And then commercial Herschel and normal web stuff. All right. So that's how that is. And so thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go ahead and the, the send off, the send off, which is the same every day, only different. And today it's really cool at considering what the subject of the day was. And I just like the send off and it helps me. And I hope for those of you listening, I hope it helps you. So here's the send off. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze out at the stars at night, when I look over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of existence, the moments of existence are so close. They're so packed and layered on top of each other so closely that the whole thing is a singular material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. And I hope we can be here tomorrow to experience it again.
crazy warmongers. There are people who would say that it makes us insignificant. I strongly, very, very strongly disagree with those people. The fact that we are so improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. That's the point. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You're the individual and the whole simultaneously. You're masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and an anomalous paradox. And I'd say that's rather significant. In the context of the time that our tiny little galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of our consciousness and our power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space, the essence of our energy and our planning and our time usage in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of our refraction is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse because it expands as far as you're able to observe into the infinite universe because your observation affects it. You affect things when you observe it. That superposition. You are rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate light. Yeah, your eyes can't see the frequency, but there is light. You are a luminescent jewel. You are a jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself. You are significant beyond the perception of anyone else. You shine on yourself while you shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me. Now, smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.